Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, June 24th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The Wirecard story continues to heat up as Munich prosecutors go after the company's former leadership. And Donald Trump is going full steam ahead on the rollback of U.S. environmental protections amid the pandemic. Plus, the FT's Robin Wigglesworth will explain why some investors say the Fed and other central banks have nationalized the bond market. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The story behind Wirecard and the nearly 2 billion euros missing from its accounts continues to unfold. First, Germany's financial watchdog, Boffin, is clamping down on Wirecard Bank. It's to try and ring-fence the company from Wirecard AG. This comes after Monday's news when Boffin imposed a partial payments ban on Wirecard Bank. It blocks the lender from transferring certain assets to its owner. Yesterday, we learned that German prosecutors are taking aim at Wirecard's former leadership. The FT's Olaf Storbeck has been reporting on this story from Frankfurt. He has more. So yesterday morning, uh, Munich criminal prosecutors announced that they arrested Markus Braun on Monday evening. He spent one night in custody, and on Tuesday early afternoon, he was released on bail. He had to pay 5 million euros and also has to report to police on a weekly basis. But he, at the moment, is not in custody anymore. The Munich prosecutors have launched a criminal investigation against Markus Braun and several other current and former Wirecard employees. We don't really know who else is in the crosshairs at the moment. They are accused of basically inflating Wirecard's balance sheets um, and also kind of giving wrong information to investors to try to make the Wirecard share more attractive. Olaf, what's the latest on the nearly 2 billion missing euros from Wirecard's accounts? Well, the latest update came from Wirecard on, on Monday night, and they said it's highly unlikely money ever existed. It was supposed to be held on escrow account in the Philippines. The two banks which were supposed to manage those accounts said that neither Wirecard nor the trustee Wirecard uh, appointed has ever been a client of of theirs. The Philippine uh, Central Bank over the weekend already said that the money never entered the Philippine financial system. So it looks like this money was really never there. So Olaf, what should we be watching for next as this story unfolds? So the most important thing is that Wirecard is in talks with banks, with a consortium of banks that has given Wirecard loans over 2 billion euros. Those loans can be terminated by the end of June because Wirecard didn't publish uh, audited any results by a deadline that was in the credit contract. If the banks decide to terminate that loan, it would be highly likely, according to several people, that Wirecard may have to file for insolvency at some point soon after that. Wirecard itself said repeatedly that it is in constructive talks with those banks. But yeah, the company really uh, is at the mercy of those lenders. If, if those lenders pull the plug, uh, it will be very difficult for Wirecard to keep going. In the U.S., there's been a lot of attention paid to the rapid rise in new coronavirus cases over the last few days. With infection rates surging in Florida, Texas, and Arizona, yesterday marked the biggest one-day jump in new cases since May. It's added a new dimension to the crisis, which started picking up steam in the U.S. back in March. 
Meanwhile, new FT reporting shows that parts of the Trump administration have been at work on another matter during this period. That's a push to scale back federal environmental regulations. The idea is that by pulling back on these restrictions now, the government will stimulate an ailing economy and get these restrictions through before the November election. Here's what the U.S. president is doing. First, he's ordering officials to figure out how to speed up highway or pipeline projects that could get around environmental reviews. And then, the Environmental Protection Agency has published rules on air, water, and fuel that scrap the work of the Obama administration. Last Thursday, the EPA dropped its oversight of a certain chemical in drinking water, a chemical that's also found in rocket fuel and can be harmful to the brains of infants. Supporters say that this is all overdue and a necessary paring back of heavy regulation. But environmental advocates say that the administration is pushing ahead with loosening these important protections while Americans are preoccupied with the pandemic. For centuries, banks have been the dominant lenders to people, companies, and countries around the world. But today, the bond market accounts for well over half of all global debt. That's according to the Bank for International Settlements. Through the magic of securitization, virtually any loan can now be packaged into a bond and sold on to investors. And central bank policy tends to affect the way these bond markets operate. Central banks set the price of money in the short end. They basically set short-term interest rates, the price that other commercial banks borrow at. But because they set the price of money, that obviously has a huge influence also on the bond market. That's the FT's global finance correspondent, Robin Wigglesworth. Though sometimes the two can diverge and the bond market can do stuff that uh, central banks like the Federal Reserve doesn't actually like. And now central banks have taken significant action affecting the bond markets in the wake of the global pandemic. So much so that some investors have declared that central banks have, in practice, nationalized the bond market. Robin has more. Well, given the scale of the economic shock that came from the coronavirus outbreak, central banks really pulled out all plugs and then some to fight the impact. Just since the beginning of March, central banks around the world, led by the Federal Reserve, have unleashed over $17 trillion worth of stimulus. And that comes from loans they're made to commercial banks to make sure that they're fine, bond purchases that they've done. They've offered uh, swap lines with other central banks. So the Fed has allowed, for example, the European Central Bank to borrow money from it, all in a massive, massive attempt to make sure that what was already a pretty nasty crisis didn't devolve into a full-scale global depression. Robin, some investors say that central banks are are nationalizing the bond market. And then you have Fed Chair Jay Powell who says, no, this isn't the case. Is the truth somewhere in the middle? You know, which one is it? Essentially, they are saying that the U.S. government bond market, the treasury market, shall have no problems. We will buy however much it takes of treasury debt to make sure that the U.S. government could fund itself and pay for everything that it needs to do to fight this crisis. And we will also even buy corporate debt, something that the Federal Reserve has never, ever done before. It didn't even do that in 2008. So it's basically also saying to all some highly rated, fairly solid companies that if you were solid before the coronavirus crisis, we will tide you over. 
is to prevent that a lot of massive corporate bankruptcies don't come out of that and worsen the economic crisis even further. They're kind of building a bridge from a fairly nasty 2020 and hopefully to a slightly less nasty 2021. Of course, investors feel that essentially the Fed has now got such a massive footprint in markets that it's not really a market anymore. A market is what you know multiple people agree is the right price. The Fed kind of is saying that we're the master now. So is it likely that the Fed will pull back on these measures or is it too early to tell? I mean, it's important to remember that the Fed didn't do this for fun. They did something so alarming and so dramatic because the situation was so alarming and so dramatic. In mid-March, it looked like we were going to have a financial crisis on top of an economic crisis and a health crisis. Now, the Fed says they haven't started talking about exit strategies yet because that's way too early. We're still basically in a very bad global recession, the worst since the 1930s how quickly they can get out of this and tiptoe, maybe lift their foot off markets is unclear. In theory, it's reasonably straightforward to do so. But the problem is, of course, just in doing so can cause jitters. We saw after the financial crisis in 2008 that the Fed long talked about how it was going to exit these extraordinary uh, policy measures. But in practice, it took almost a decade to really do so. And it didn't really fully exit all the policies it had put in place by the time the coronavirus struck. So I think the problem that many investors are struggling with right now is that this is going to be the way things are going forward for quite some time, certainly for the foreseeable future. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.